0: Good morning. Welcome to Bethlehem Lutheran Church, where God has called and gathered us here this day to receive his gifts through his word. Our first reading for this morning is the intro of it for the fifth Sunday of Lent, Judah. Vindicate me, O God, and defend my cause against an ungodly people. From the deceitful and unjust man, deliver me. For you are the God in whom I take refuge. Send out your light and your truth, let them lead me, let them bring me to your holy hill and to your dwelling. Then I will go to the altar of God, to God my exceeding joy, and I will praise you with the lyre, O God, my God. Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. Then begin. And defend my cause against an ungodly people. From the deceitful and unjust man, deliver me. For you are the God in whom I take refuge. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Old Testament reading is from Genesis chapter 22. After these things, God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, Here am I. here am I, my son. He said, Behold, the fire and the wood, but is the lamb for a burnt offering. Abraham said, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. So they went, both of them, together. When they came to the place of which God had told him, Abraham built the altar there and laid the wood in order, and bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar, on top of the wood. Then Abraham reached out his hand and took the knife to slaughter his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham! And he said, Here am I. He said, Do not lay your hand on the boy or do anything to him, for now I know that you fear God, seeing that you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by his horns, And Abraham went and took the ram, and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called the name of that place, The Lord Will Provide, as it is said to this day, On the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The epistle is from Hebrews chapter 9. sanctifies for the purification of the flesh. How much more will the blood of Christ, who, through the eternal Spirit, offered himself without blemish to God, purify our our conscience from dead works to serve the living God? Therefore, he is the mediator of a new covenant, so that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance. Since a death has occurred that redeems them, committed under the First Covenant. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 8th chapter. Which one of you convicts me of sin? If I tell the truth, why do you not believe me? Whoever is of God hears the words of God. The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of The Jews answered him, Are we not right in saying that you are a Samaritan and have a demon? Jesus answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my father, and you dishonor me. Father who glorifies me, of whom you say, He is our God. But you have not known Him. I know Him. If I were to say that I do not know Him, I would be a liar like you. But I do know Him, and I keep His word. Your father Abraham rejoiced that He would see my day. He saw it, and was glad. So the Jews said to Him, You are not yet fifty years old, and have you seen Abraham? Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. So they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple. This is the gospel. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To be frank, we have a lot of reasons to be cast down right at the moment. There is great sadness across the entire world right now. Especially here in America, our regular freedoms that we are so used to are being limited, limited rightly for the sake of our neighbor. People that we know, people around us either are getting sick and dying or very likely will be getting sick and dying. And when we see that sadness, normally what we like to do is we like to gather together, to join together and be with each other in the midst of that. We can't even do that like we're used to right now. We can't reach out to help people in the ways that we normally would. We can't join people in this distress and sadness in the ways that we normally can. But even setting that sadness aside, there are other things that are perfectly reasonable to make our souls be sad and cast down. We can look around in the world and we can see the turmoil going on. The chaos that's going on in many places. People are acting selfishly and are hoarding things so that they have all of it and others don't. No one is quite sure what's going to happen next and that's causing us to get just a little bit panicky, just a little bit worried. It's causing us to not be able to be prepared because we just don't know what to prepare for. And no one is sure how long this is going to last. Here in Kansas, we just got an order to stay at home until April 19th. But we're not sure if that's going to be the end. We're not even sure it'll actually last that long. We simply don't know, and when we don't know, that creates turmoil inside of us. We're not able to fortify ourselves because we don't even know what to fortify ourselves against. And so it's really quite easy to answer the question of why are we cast down right now? Because there's good reason to be. And yet, despite that truth, despite the reality that we are living in right now, another reality that is just as true, another truth that our Lord has spoken to us, and that truth is seen so clearly in our intro for today, the truth that we have been vindicated by our Lord. Listen again one more time to our intro for today. Vindicate me, O God, and defend my cause against an ungodly people. From the deceitful and unjust man, deliver me, for you are the God in whom I take refuge. Send out your light and your truth. Let them lead me, let them bring me to your holy hill and to your dwelling. Then I will go to the altar of God, to God my exceeding joy, and I will praise you with the lyre, O God. Why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise Him, my salvation and my God. Vindicate me, O God, and defend my cause against an ungodly people. From the deceitful and unjust man, deliver me, for you are the God in whom I take refuge. Perhaps we should start by talking about what the word vindication means. It means to be judged innocent. In fact, it's very close to the word justified. That is what we have been. We have been justified. We have been vindicated on account of the crucifixion anything that we've done, not on account of us being innocent of sin, because that's not true. We are sinners. We do deserve to die. We do deserve to be in hell for all of eternity. We did not earn this justification. We did not earn this vindication. Our Lord he died on the cross for the specific purpose of freeing us from the guilt of our sin. For the specific purpose of vindicating us and justifying us. That vindication and justification is real and ours. Which means that now we can trust that our Lord will defend us from ungodly people. We can trust that because he has already done it. He has already defended us from the accusations of the devil, the world, and our very own sinful nature. He has given us faith which clings to him, which finds refuge in him. Faith which can get us through anything. Our Lord will therefore also deliver us from the deceitful and unjust man. We don't have to be afraid. Even when bad things happen, even when it seems like we're losing, even when it seems like God is not defending us, we are now able to take refuge in Him and to trust Him. And it's not because of some sort of flimsy promise. It's not because of some sort of vague idea that he has given us. It's because he already proved that he does this for us. And therefore we can trust him to do it again. We can trust him to defend us again. This righteousness that our Lord gave us when he died on the cross, and that he gave us through our faith, is real. It's something that when things come to rock us, when things come and break us out of our normal routine, that that faith and righteousness will still be there. It can stand the tests. It can stand the trials. But that is hard to see sometimes. It's hard to look at the world right now and see exactly how God is working unless you know where are going. Because He is most certainly working. He has most certainly sent His light and His truth to us. That is to say that He has sent His Son to us. Christmas is not all that long ago. Time when we celebrate the truth that our God knew that He wanted to save us and that He knew how He needed to save us. And therefore, He sent His Son to become one of us, to die in our place. But we also recognize that that did happen 2,000 years ago, and sometimes it's easy to forget that He is still, even now, here with us. He comes to us even now in His Word and in His sacrament. There has perhaps never been a time in the history of the world where the Word has been more available to people than right now. Pastors across the nation, across the world, are getting online and using tools that maybe we're not super familiar with and are working to get the Word out to get the saving word that our Lord has given us to the people who are stuck in their homes and not able to go out. We are working to provide the sacrament in whatever way is possible in the safest way possible. Our Lord is most certainly still here among us, even now, even in the midst of what's going on. And we also recognize that our Lord, when He comes to us, He doesn't just leave us in the darkness that we're in. He joins us, but then He leads us to His holy hill and to His dwelling. Right now, He does that by leading us to His church, or perhaps more accurately, in this case, leading His church to you, ensuring that that Word and sacrament are available to all who. We also recognize the truth that even this very life in this world is temporary. We recognize the truth that we will sometime die, but that when that happens, our Lord will continue to lead us even through that, the valley of the shadow of death, and that he will lead us to eternal life with him in his new creation forever. Therefore, even now, even in the midst of this darkness and this virus, we will continue to go to the altar of God, our exceeding joy. We will continue to come to this altar to receive the very body and blood for the forgiveness of sins and the strengthening and nourishing of our faith. We will continue in using whatever means that we can to find the Word and dwell in it. And therefore, even in the midst of all of this, we come before Him with joy and praise because our Lord has not abandoned us. So I ask you again, why are you cast down, O my soul? The sadness and turmoil of our world right now is real. People are suffering. People are sad. There is chaos. Restrictions on our freedoms. Selfishness abounds. That's real. A true struggle. A true trial that we are living through. But our hope and faith that God has given us is just as real. Our Lord has vindicated us. He has justified us. He has made us innocent on account of His sacrifice on the cross. And that truth, that reality, is just as real as what you can see and touch and feel even now. And He has told us that our refuge, that we can hide ourselves in him, then we are free to take advantage of that. We are free to reach out and to spread the word about our refuge, inviting others to join us inside the dwelling place of our Lord. And again, now, today, there are more ways to do that than ever before. In Him and His Word and His Sacrament, knowing the truth that not even death can take us out of that refuge. That nothing can separate us from the love of our Lord. The truth that here, even now, our Lord is still with us. And that one way or another, using the truth and light that He has shared with us, He will. Deliver us from this. He will lead us out of this current darkness. Lead us to his holy dwelling, his holy hill. And that we will and are with him forever. Now may the peace which passes all understanding guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus.